welcome back everybody this is another views from the sixth episode with myself Alicia Bar, and my amazing co-host warren yeah we are here today to bring you vibes bring you conversation i feel like we've done so many of these now that it's become really exciting to just kind of get back into the groove of like recording every week because i feel like we took a tiny bit of time off which was nice i think it's good to have breaks we've spoken about that before about not getting burnt out and actually having breaks to reignite that fire um and yeah i think sometimes it's good to do that and then you kind of miss something and you're like you know what that's why i really love doing that so yeah, here we are. How are you feeling today, Warren? I'm feeling well. I almost died from hay fever the other day. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've made a full recovery. I mean... We move. Yeah, we move, we move, we move. I've been enjoying the sun, getting in the vitamin D as per, but now obviously weather report, rain I and... I mean, classic British summer though, isn't it? Exactly. One minute rain, one minute sun. But the rain saved my life because obviously hay fever... Killing down the pollen, dumping <laughs> that down to save my bacon. So save it, my bacon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Warren thought he had COVID actually. No, no, no. I was just, yeah, <laughs> I was just going off the back of that. But yeah, I thought I had COVID. Couldn't breathe properly. Clearly, I've never experienced pollen of that magnitude before, and it almost took me out. So I'm glad to be back, ready, fresh, and in the pod, in the studio with my fellow co-host. Alicia Bar, and yeah, I also hope you're well and safe out there in these streets. Okay, we can cut that out because that was weird. Obviously, I'm safe in these streets. No, no, no. I think like just the listeners, you know, the listenership. I hope they're also well and safe in the streets. Okay, listeners. <laughs> well, you heard it from Warren. He yeah. hopes you're safe in these streets. Um, what are we talking about today? Well, you know, with the Euros. It's it's interesting to uh, to see fans at the Euros. It's like, do these people have jobs? Do these people are these people how are they able to just travel and go to the the country's games? Like they must have. I think people take time off. No, isn't that the whole point of yeah. annual leave? Yeah, that too. But you know, some people also, must have a lifestyle where they don't actually have any responsibilities like their mm-hmm. their resources are unlimited they are able they're free from money and time they are, have the opportunity to do anything they it's like like in i life. have this idea in my head and there's no restraints there's nothing holding me back i'm just gonna go for it i think we all aspire to live that way um i think i definitely would love the chance to just be like hey i'm throwing away all my responsibilities but actually to be fair that's a generalization they might not actually be throwing away their responsibilities they just may have created a life and like a lifestyle where their responsibilities are taken care of and now this is me what i like this is me doing what i choose to do in my spare time so kudos to those kinds of people and like kudos to anyone that is able to just like take a holiday support their country um it has been crazy i think it's been really weird seeing it on the tv as well just like people actually being in a stadium together it's kind of strange yes it's like us re-watching something that we watched back two years ago mm. almost and it is exciting and it's really inspiring to see that people are back together uh, back celebrating together and just the love that it brings yeah with it so yeah but back to that topic of just having 
the three the free time uh, unlimited time unlimited money is such a concept a, a unique concept i feel yeah. like only a few people manage to have that in their lifetime but then you can also say like you said people create this lifestyle so that means they don't actually buy into the concept of money that means money means nothing to them they can just have a little bit of money and still do whatever they want i think that's definitely true i don't think i think there are certain barriers i guess like that people think okay well i need to have a certain amount of money before i'm able to do x y and z so we're then always chasing this ideal or chasing the idea that well i can't do what i want to do until i have a certain amount of money but there are people out there that like you say have maybe said you know what this is the amount of money that i have and these are the things that i'm allowing myself to do in the lifestyle that i have with this much money so it's true i think it is a, a concept in the brain to like reframe your narrative of okay well how do i make do with my situation and maximize everything that i want to do where i am right now um i think that's kind of almost like the lesson i feel like we're working in reverse i feel like that's how we should frame things whereas i think this episode is more going down the route of okay well let's throw all that away and if we did have what we deemed to be the unlimited time and the unlimited money that you know people are afforded to do whatever they want what would we actually do with that i have a few things that people would take it away yeah what is on your list so me personally i would you know me i love sports i would go to all the major sporting events in the world nba finals um, world cup finals euro finals i would go to all of them i would every single game every single one clashes on the same day what would you do no not the the finals don't ever clash on the same day rare or rarely do what like if there's an nfl league or nhl or yeah i don't think they they never have they try and yeah they try and because broadcasters that want their own day specifically to bring yeah to bring viewership in so they will make sure that events aren't on the same day but i would definitely that would be one of the things that i would do the second thing i would do is meet famous people i want to know why they are successful what they deem success so like you know will smith he does quite a lot with normal people or business leaders Mm -hmm. and does lots of talks about success so i would want to know what is what is what does success mean to him what does it but if he's already spoken about isn't that information you have but it's different when it's over the internet i feel like having sitting down with someone and having that conversation in let's just say a closed room (laughs) then that's completely different from seeing the online version of him Mm -hmm. because the in-person version of him might take it a lot more serious you actually see his emotions you Mm. get a feel for what he's actually saying and you can come up with questions on the spot to just break down what he's saying and so basically you just want to talk to famous people no but who who is understanding like who is the, like who are these famous people like I if would, you had a list of people that you'd want to talk to who would I, it be i'd go will smith drake joe budden <laughs> what <laughs> don't don't be dissing joe joe budden and i think tiger woods as well interesting and then oprah oprah i'd want to talk to oprah that would be good yeah that's my list of uh, uh yeah breakdown and then my th- is this number three? Yeah, number three. 
my third thing to do if I had unlimited money and time, I would go to space. I need to see if the moon landing was fake or not. I need to double check that because to my knowledge, I don't think any other country has been to the moon, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, see, nobody else has been to the moon, but the USA I feel like Japan been to has the... been to the moon. Mm, mm, oh, Japan. If you had brought my phone for me, I could have checked. Yeah, you could have checked that, but uh, sorry. But yeah, I want to go to space to see what it's like. Gravity, um, limitless, you know, gravity does exist. No, not in space. So yeah, I want to see the Earth, see if it actually is round. All these flat Earthers, they need to go up to space to see that. But I guess I could tell them and let them know if it is round or but not if they're skeptics what makes you think they'll believe what you said? yeah they won't definitely not. <laughs> flat earthers don't come for me but yeah i would go to space because that's something only a few people on the earth ever get to do it's very mm-hmm. limited to an exclusive group so or just like why the not? mars rover or something it's usually just like robots and shit that get to go up exactly there. yeah so what would your fourth thing be my fourth thing I would buy a farm and feed the less fortunate from my farm. I would do a lot of charitable work. Charitable work is very important. And I I know that when billionaires become billionaires, they do a lot of charitable work because Mm -hmm. they have unlimited money near enough and they have unlimited time. So... You know, doing charity is a part of their responsibility to give back to the earth and to the people um, that make them a zero 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 point one percent of the uh, earth's population that are in this exclusive group. So I, I would say a lot of charitable work to work with communities, especially with my granddad's home country. So I originate from Jamaica. So it's very important to me that, you know, we are, or I would be able to provide maybe the schools across the island with up-to-date books, up-to-date facilities, up-to-date um, wow, really nice. food, lunch, because lunch is really important for, for, for children so that they can actually I mean, isn't, I think it's breakfast. Breakfast and lunch, yeah. but I mean, I, food in general. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just get them some food, but when I did go there, I went to a quite a few schools in Jamaica and a lot of the kids, especially in the poorer schools, they only have like ice pop popsicles for lunch. So they're yeah. not really eating anything mm. that's sustaining them. So yeah, I'd say charitable work is on my agenda. So maybe this list kind of lets me, yeah, ex- just experience what, what life is and time and yeah, yeah. I would say that's my top four, <laughs> top four list. Oh, you only did four? four. Yeah. Oh, I did five. Okay. Yeah, okay. you go top five. Let's well, go. I Alicia have Bob. got my top five things. So I wanted to make them equally like not materialistic, but also, you know, giving back and all of that. Cause mm. yeah, different things are like important to me, <laughs> I guess. So the first thing on my list is to visit every island in the French Polynesia. But I think I'm just going to change this to like every island in the world like just island hop because you know there are beautiful islands in the Maldives for example then you have different islands off of like um I want to say the Caribbean of course um Australia Vietnam have loads of tiny islands Thailand so basically just island hop get to see 
all the beautiful wonders of the world. I think that's another thing that kind of goes hand in hand in this, I think is just definitely traveling. I've always pegged myself as not necessarily a nomad, but I am somebody who wants to go and experience different cultures and immerse myself in different cultures. And if I had the time to do that, that would be incredible. I think you learn so much about yourself by getting to observe nature in a different way because the nature obviously that I experience in Southeast London like isn't going to be the same that I experience like in Bali or something. Like it's just like doesn't really measure up. So I would really, really love to do that. Hey, there's a pigeon. <laughs> no, that's Southeast London for you. <laughs> oh, I thought there was one outside. Lol. Yeah, no, exactly. Like I, I want to see tropical birds of paradise. I don't want to see pigeons. Um, so then my second thing would to open it to would be to open an organization or charity that actually aimed at like rebuilding and rehousing communities that have been affected by war and natural disasters. So things like, you know, um, tsunamis or famine, like all these different things that people don't necessarily have control over. I feel like there are, and the reason why I say actually did something to help, because I feel like there are a lot of charities that we see that you know are advertised on the tv with like young kids and like flies in their eyes i think that's like the view that we have of these communities when it's not necessarily like that i think it's more of a working alongside them giving them the tools helping them rebuild and reimagine like different lives um it's actually quite interesting i was on instagram today and i've seen so kaz crossley she's a love island star i think she's originally Thai or half Thai she has Thai heritage and she's rebuilding houses for these young kids that um, train at this gym and on her Instagram she's just been showing how you know these individual children what their lives are like and what the gym has meant to them so she's paired like her love for Thai boxing and her heritage and is now giving back to these young kids who you know they their only solace really is and their only escape is you know, going to this gym and they've built a real community. And it was really sweet. There was this young girl who um, gets made fun of or used to get made fun of because she's a tomboy. So she has her hair cut short and it just showed a video of her in the last year, like having a birthday cake and she had never had that before. And then she just being so overwhelmed, like, and really taking her time to make her birthday wish. And so something like that, I really want to give back and rebuild and help people reimagine the communities that they live in, especially after you know, they've been really affected by something and might not necessarily have the tools to work their way out of it. So I'd really love to do something like that. I think that's really inspiring. You don't see that quite as often as you'd like to think or even see. So like Love Island stars tend to just promote. I know, just consumerism. Yeah, consumerism <laughs> because they grow a massive following after after the show, but you don't really hear about the charitable work they do or even that focus on their instagram pages yeah no they, exactly yeah so uh, and, kudos to her and that doesn't mean to say that people have to always like advertise that they're giving to charity or helping things out like i also get that there's a very much a power in moving silently moving kind of under the radar knowing that you're making a difference but you're not necessarily wanting to be out there and celebrated for it because at the end of the day if you can help other people you should like it shouldn't be a thing that we're like oh well like really well done for doing that and using your money it should be a thing like well if I'm better off and I'm in that not not you know one percent like 
I can afford to and I can afford to give back and it shouldn't necessarily be a thing that we should like applaud all the time but I do think it's worthy of noting when somebody does do something like that especially in a field where it is all about consumerism and it is kind of all about oh well this is the brand deal that I'm doing and buy these clothes from me so yeah kudos to her for real like um that did really inspire me this morning when I saw that right my third one oh and this is a fun one and this is also because i follow this woman on instagram who just has the most amazing designer collection and she shows like she's a reseller but she also shows like pieces from like the runway that she also owns and so i would want to own or buy exclusive designer pieces and build my own archive just to like have you know like an homage to 1999 Gucci for example or you know some really classic Ralph Lauren pieces or some really classic Chanel pieces and then like newer day designers as well you know your Yakimuses your areas you know so forth and so forth and just kind of build a collection that was my own personal archive so that whenever these things you know get really expensive I mean they are quite expensive already but when they have that retain their value and whatnot it would be yeah, fun. What well, were you going to say? Yeah, I was going to say, would you wear them or would you just have them in like a room and on fake models and it yeah, would, just go? It would depend the, on the year like and the museum. designer. Mm. But yeah, I think for the most part, I'd want to wear them. Like definitely, like I love sunglasses and accessories and bags. Like I would love to own so many like vintage designer bags that I would wear them but then if it was something that was like super exclusive and fragile i mean most things as well from back in the day like the size that i am now they probably wouldn't fit me because you know everyone used to be like a rake back then um but i think it would just be nice to look at you sound like those car collectors you know when people become really wealthy they become like car collectors of vintage uh, ferraris and mm -hmm. um bmws like the yeah, classic i would love to Dodge. collect cars if i so, knew anything about them yeah you sound like a, a proper like a, someone who wants to learn about those 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 nuances of back in the day because sometimes people get into that feeling of you know things back in the day in the past were mm -hmm. better than what they are now and i want to keep a piece of that history yeah, yeah exactly and keep a piece of history it's like having a little time capsule so i think that would be really fun then my fourth thing yes my fourth thing when okay this one's kind of weird because i think it's so broad but it's like to read every book <sighs> ever written however i think it needs to be every good book ever written and, <laughs> and that is so up to taste and choice like yeah. what constitutes as a good book but i think if i could build my personal library of you know, really amazing books written by really amazing people and read every single one of them and gain so much knowledge. I think that would be amazing. I have some authors in mind, like I'd want to read everything that Oprah Winfrey has ever written because I just think it would be just fun and inspiring. Uh, Murakami, and I just brought my first Murakami and I've heard really good things about him. So this is me kind of taking it from popular culture that he's a really good writer. Um, so hopefully I enjoy the book and then I can read more. Um, I'd love to read everything that, who else am I thinking of? Bernadine Evaristo is a really favorite of mine. I'm currently reading Girl, Woman, Other by her. And I think she has a few other really good books that I'm yet to read, like Mr. Loverman, who Cecilia actually got me a signed copy for my birthday. Wow, that's um, really nice of her. Not my birthday, it was for my, for Christmas. We did like a Christmas gift exchange and I 
actually still haven't read it yet, but it's on my list to read. Shocker. I know. It's because I get so excited when I get new books and I'm like, oh, I want to read this. And I may not have finished, you know, the other one. Um, And then there are a few others. Like I've got a lot of Shakespeare's collection from uni that I haven't read all of it yet. But once I move into my new house, I'm going to have like a little library and I'm going to aim to actually read every single book that I own because... Yeah. How many books a year do you read, roughly, do you think? Um, A few, maybe. I want to say like seven or eight, maybe. Seven. Yeah. yeah, which I they, think is like a decent number of books. Yeah, that is a really good number, to be honest. They say that you should read 12 books a year. And then if you multiply that by that amount of book, I mean, years you'll be on the planet, you pretty much cover quite a lot of books over your lifetime. Yeah, so you exactly. can keep that up. But yeah, I feel like a lot of people who are, yeah, very intelligent and very nuanced do have a massive book collection. So to have... Yeah, my mum will be really proud about that. To have, we have an incredible book collection at home. Yeah, to have such a, a vast... Yeah, to have so many books and want to read so many books is it's very, very inspiring. I think yeah, that's a good I think it would just idea. be a way to have like a world, great world view. You'd get to learn a lot about the different cultures, the different periods in time. I think you would just, yeah, you'd be able to pretty much hold a conversation with anyone. It also reminds me of that scene in Limitless where he like just reads all these books and like is able to like talk to people about stocks and art and literature. Like I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to like read an art book and then actually have a conversation about it. Um, I think that would be really cool. And also just to go back off of that, I feel like when you, uh, reading books is a, is an art in itself. Mm. I feel like it's, it's an art that's been forgotten because we have the TV, we have, Uh, I don't think it's an art that's been forgotten. I feel like, or not forgotten, but it's not as appreciated as it once was. I would say how many kids probably read books at home? I did. I feel um, like reading is still like a really big thing and it's the, I mean, you don't go through life in education without reading anything. Uh, Yeah. A lot of kids come out of school without being able to read, which is interesting as well. Like I'll take, I'll draw from personal experience. I, in year, I feel like year nine, I had a year seven reading average. The only way for me to be able to read what, how I can read now is literally because I just pushed myself to read different books and like I was inspired by the art of reading and I feel like that has been forgotten and when I have children I'm 100% gonna make sure that they know what the art of reading and how important yeah I don't think is. you should worry about that yeah <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being very honest <laughs> kids will be reading yeah. um so yeah lovely art of books love that and then my final one is so I played around with this idea and I was like I really want to own something extravagant and I think it would be like I just want to do a Richard Branson and own my own island like Mm -hmm. I would love to do that but and then also like own a yacht an airplane maybe not an airplane because to be fair well now I'm thinking about it it's probably not sustainable to try and visit every island like you're not going to be able to do that not in an airplane however you could actually do that on a yacht and that is that bad for the ocean it probably is what's worse the air is probably worse worse air leisure bar will not be (laughs) very sustainable yeah but but, um what would you call your yacht yacht i don't know the princess probably that's so lame no i'd probably think of something really cool and like african and yeah (laughs) keep it keep it cultural. cultural um 
but yeah or i'd love to own a vineyard and a chateau in like france or somewhere like yeah i think that would be really that cool. would be really really cool oh my goodness oh, i have to make that fun- happen in my lifetime <laughs> you have to have unlimited money to be able to own a chateau or a vineyard like that so yeah it's quite interesting that you you would like to own one because yeah, I think that's a I unique I want unlimited experience. wine. I want to have my own brand of wine. I want to be... Oh my goodness. Yeah, I'd love to be able to like make my own tequila and stuff like that as well. Hashtag Kendall Jenner vibes. Um, the best Stealing tequila. Ultra. The best tequila <laughs> in the world. That's so funny. No, but I would actually use artisans though. Like I would claim that, yeah, this is me just putting my name on it, but we've used... We've used people and their their traditional techniques and whatever, which might still kind of be exploiting. But I like tequila. Oh my goodness. I think so the sad. rock did the exact same thing around Everyone the same Everyone does period. the same thing. Everybody and makes nobody... their own tequila. Everybody makes their own like brand of cultural thing that they like and they're white. So hey, black people, it's our time. <laughs> it's our time to get involved in the conversation. Make some of that money. That's true. That is very true. Yeah, I agree. So, you know, rounding up what we would do, I would like, we would like to hear from you, the listener. Yes, listeners. What do you, what five things would you do if you had unlimited money and time was not an issue? That would be perfect. We want to hear what, what other crazy things other people want to do with their life. Yeah, yeah, because I think there are a lot. There are probably a lot more things that we didn't touch on that would probably be like mind blowing and mm-hmm. incredible. So yeah, definitely get in touch. Let us know what you think. Keep you know engaging with us, listening to the pod, writing your comments. We love when you guys comment on the videos um, that we're posting on the page, and it's so nice to like see people getting involved. And make sure you leave a review if you're listening to this on Apple Music pause this right now and leave us a five-star review and let us know what you think about the podcast and if you don't like the podcast then tell us give us some positive feedback tell us how we can improve what would keep you coming back i think no feedback is bad feedback and we're we're adults we can take some criticism so let us know what you think and yeah just thank you so much for giving us your time taking the time out of your day to support us and give us a listen and yeah we hope you're doing well keeping your hips i just dropped my notebook but yeah keeping the vibes high and make sure that you guys are following us on the instagram and everything and yeah we will catch you in our next episode one no (laughs) wait can i catch us in the next episode peace out one no we're not doing that warren (laughs) okay just say bye in a bit that works. Yeah. <laughs>